0: Welcome back to our study of God's Word. I hope you've been with me this week because we've been studying from the second chapter of First Peter. And we're continuing that study today. And in the second chapter, beginning at verse 1, Peter talks about the false prophets that we have to face. The false prophets who will, who will secretly uh, try to deceive us and trick us and cause us to go the wrong way. And I want you to notice that this condemnation that will be on them is severe. So just recognize the false teachers will get their due, and God will take care of that. But now he he tells us why this is going to happen. Beginning at verse 4, listen to what he says. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains and darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them examples of what it is going to happen to the ungodly, if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by, their depraved conduct of the, by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day by day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard, If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment in the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Now, he's giving some examples, Peter is, of how if God did not spare in the past people who rejected his teaching and his truth, and were destroyed, how he's not gonna do that with people in the present, particularly talking about false teachers. And he says, God didn't spare the angels when they sinned. Well, you said, when did angels sin? Well, the Bible says that there was a time when some of the angels led by Lucifer rebelled against God and they were thrown out of heaven. And, and of course, Lucifer became the devil. And the other, these most, many of these angels were put in the chains of darkness to be held uh, until the judgment and the bible says they were sent to hell and the word it's not the usual word for hell it's Tartarus, which means a special place of punishment and it seems that god has delegated or relegated i should say these angels to a special place of judgment where they're reserved for the final judgment where they will then be sent into to the total destruction of hell He says God didn't, even though there were angels, even though there were God's special messengers, he didn't spare them when they sinned. He didn't spare them when they turned against him. And the same thing was true, he said, in the ancient world, when he brought the flood on the ungodly people of that day, and he only spared eight people, Noah and seven of his family were were spared. You remember the story of the flood, how God told Moses, uh, God told Noah to build an ark and how to furnish it and what animals to put in it and all the provisions that were to be made. It took a long time to get that ready. And finally, when God got it ready, he sent rain from above and floods from underneath the earth, and the world was destroyed by the flood, and everyone died except those eight people, and the world started all over again with eight people— who trusted and loved God. But God's saying if he didn't spare that ancient world that rejected him, he won't spare this present world. And the Bible says the world will never be destroyed again by flood, but the second time it will be, be destroyed by fire. And Peter mentions this later in Second Peter. But also he says the same thing with the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. God sent fire from heaven and burned them to ashes And Lot was the only one, Lot and some of his family, that were the only ones who were spared. And God told them to get out of the city. And even his wife was so involved with the city that she, God told them not to look back, and she looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt. But the Bible is simply saying to us, history repeats itself. And the things that God has taught us in the past about his judgment and about how he brings judgment upon us if we reject him and refuse him, and that 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 will happen again. It will come again upon people individually, and it will come again upon people as a whole. And he said it's especially true of those who follow a corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. One of the most telling things about our age is how little respect there is for authority. Nobody respects the authority of a position anymore. For example, uh, positions are important, and God places people in positions they may not be perfect. They may be far from perfect. That's not the key. The key is we are to respect them in that position. We are to recognize, recognize them in that position. And if we don't, then that indicates that we have a rebellious heart. God puts a teacher over a classroom. He puts a pastor over a church. He puts a person in business over his employees. He puts a president over a country. He puts and, and you say, well, surely so and so wasn't his choice for they had that job up or to be this or to be that. He's 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 not what he needs to be. Well that's not the point. He or she being whatever they are, if they're there, God has allowed them to be there and we must recognize that authority. If we don't, we become rebellious, and we become worse than the person that we refuse to respect. See, if we can't respect the person, we respect the position that they're in as a leader in that particular way. He goes on to talk about these false teachers. They're bold and arrogant. They're not afraid. to heap abuse on celestial beings. They even criticize angels. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, Do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed, and like animals, they too will perish. I see a lot of that in our day. I see a lot of people who are totally acting like animals. They just follow their animal instincts. If they want to say something cruel, hateful, and mean, they say it. If they want to have sex with somebody, they have it. If they want to hurt somebody, they hurt them. If they want to do this or do that or whatever it is, they're just creatures of instinct. And they have no real purpose except to bring destruction and difficulty in the world. The scripture says in verse 13, they will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you with eyes full of adultery they never stop sinning they seduce the unstable they're experts in greed and unaccursed they are an unaccursed brood we you and i as believers don't want to be a part of that we want to walk with jesus to do something